Welcome to the Run Back to Jesus podcast, where we are going to let go of all the weights holding us down and run the race God designed us for. I am all about a good comeback story. I'm always the one who is rooting for the underdog. And when we were growing up, this was a time of year where we were filling out those March Madness brackets for college basketball tournaments. And I didn't really follow college basketball too much when I was younger. I loved basketball, so I loved doing this and I loved watching all the teams. But I would go through the bracket and I would literally just pick my favorite destinations of the names of the schools that I thought would do well. And it almost always was schools where there were warm climates. And then as I got toward the end, I always liked to pick the underdog. I just love a comeback story. Someone who wasn't supposed to win, someone who wasn't supposed to be on top, and yet through hard work, through perseverance, through all the work that they had done, or maybe they just weren't ranked where they needed to be because they had some flaws, but they came back and they finished on top. And that comeback story is just one that I love so much. And this is where we are in scripture. We just had Easter. Talk about the ultimate comeback story. We as humans took Jesus out. And yet that thing that was meant to kill Jesus, he used to be this thing that he saved all of us. What a comeback. And then we've got Peter. We talked about him a couple episodes ago. And so if you did not listen to this episode, I want you to go back and listen and get the full context of this story. Peter fell short in a time where he was supposed to be by Jesus's side. He denied him three times. And so here's where we are today. In this place where you were supposed to step up, in this place where it was your time to step into the moment and you failed and you got it wrong. Now, just like we talked about a couple weeks ago, that we just don't go through trials for nothing and we don't go through trials just so God can see what we're made of. God already knew what Peter would become. And so in every failure, in every trial we encounter, there's something there to teach us, to guide us, and most of all, to let us see what God is made of. And Peter had a big role to fulfill in the kingdom. But if you only knew Peter from his time with Jesus, you might wonder, man, is he the right guy? It seems like he felt short a lot. And this might be a question in your life today. Maybe you're sitting here thinking, I think Jesus called the wrong person. I've tried to follow him. I've tried to go after a calling that he's put in my heart and I just keep getting it wrong. And you got to that place, that place where it mattered, that place where you needed to step up and you needed to perform and it didn't happen. Now what? Where are you going to go and what are you going to do? And so I love this story of Peter because his story is not over. And so where we're going to pick up is in the end of John's gospel in chapter 21. So Jesus has been crucified. He has risen from the dead. And so the disciples are out fishing on a boat and Peter is there. And now think of this context. Before Peter was called by Jesus, he was a fisherman. And so that's his craft. That's his thing that he thought he was going to do. And then Jesus called him away from it. He followed Jesus for three years. Now Jesus is gone. Now Peter has had a shortcoming. And what did Peter do? He retreated back to the one thing he knew, which was fishing. And maybe this is where you're at today. Maybe you stepped out on a limb and you tried something and it didn't go how you wanted and you retreated back and you're back in this place because this is the only thing that you know how to do. 
And so this night the disciples go out and they go fishing and they catch nothing. And early in the morning, there's a man standing on the shore and he asks them, Hey, did you catch any fish? They're like, no. And so this guy on the shore tells him to throw the net over the other side of the boat. The disciples listen. And when they do, they're almost unable to haul in the net because there are so many fish. Now pause a second. When Peter very first met Jesus, before they had any encounters, Peter was out fishing. Same story. He was in a night where he didn't catch anything. And there's a man on the shore when he comes in the morning and he tells him to throw his net over the side. And there's so many fish that he can't pull it in. You'll find this in Luke chapter five. And Peter's response in this moment, the very first time they had this encounter was just to fall at Jesus's feet and say to go away from him because he told him, I am a sinful man. And now I love this full circle moment because now after three years of walking with Jesus and even falling short, when Peter makes a connection, here's what he does. He pulls up his cloak and he jumps into that water and swims as fast as he can to sit and be with Jesus. Even though he betrayed him, even though he fell short in a time when Jesus needed him, Peter swam as quick as he could to be with Jesus. And they sat and they gathered the fish and they all had breakfast together. I want to pause here. I want to pause here and just think about this. When Jesus returns, he comes with so much grace and love. And if I'm Peter, I'm sitting here thinking, oh boy, I just, I mean, I really, I didn't step up for him when he needed me. And I, I would probably, you, he knew Jesus, so he knew how Jesus would respond. But if you had that encounter with someone else today, you fell short with them when they needed you most, you might be hiding or coming away from them. But thank goodness Peter knew Jesus and he knew that he wanted to be with him because that's where he had everything that he needed. And this is a reminder for us today that God's not going to push you away when you fall short. In fact, I think he wants us jumping out of the boat and swimming to him as fast as we can, because as we get back to him, the second we sit and have a meal with him and talk with him is the moment where we start to see what we needed to learn in those failures and where we gain what we need to be confident into stepping into whatever he has next for us. And so here's what's next for Peter. Jesus and Peter sit down and they have this conversation together. And just remember that before Peter was Peter, his name was Simon. And so Jesus changed his name to Peter. And I find this conversation that I love is that Jesus talks to Peter, but takes him back to his original name. And so Jesus asked Peter, he says, Simon, son of John, Do you love me more than these? And Simon says, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus replied to him, feed my lambs. Then again, Jesus asked Peter if he loved him. And he says, yes. And Jesus says, take care of my sheep. And then a third time. And he says, yes. And so he says, feed my sheep. And Jesus gave Peter an example of how he would die. And Jesus finished by saying to Peter, follow me. And I I love that he asked him this three times. I love that he asked him because during the persecution, three times Peter was asked if he knew Jesus and he denied him. But now he comes with three questions and three opportunities for Peter to confirm his love for Jesus and now to obtain his assignment. And I just think of what a full circle moment all of this is. Out on a boat doing the thing that you thought you were going to do no luck, probably feeling defeated. 
Jesus enters, and when he enters, boy, you catch a lot of things, a lot of fish, a lot of results, and then Jesus reminds Peter to follow him. And so now it's time for Peter to fully step into this role in the early church. And so if you flip from John and you go to the book of Acts, you're going to see where Peter was being called. And to me, when I see this shift, I think there was reason why he needed to be confident in what he was doing. So as soon as Pentecost happens, and we're going to talk a little bit more about this next week, Peter goes out and starts preaching to the crowds. And in chapter two, verse 41, it says that the number of people that accepted Peter's message and were baptized were about 3,000 people. 3,000 people coming to know Jesus, not through someone who had it perfect, not through someone who had it all together or the perfect life, but through God working through Peter, a man who messed up but kept running right back to Jesus. Peter loved Jesus with his heart and he swam right back to him knowing that Jesus is everything that he needed. And he gave up what he thought he was created to do, which was fishing in order to step into the assignment that Jesus gave him. And this is just such a beautiful reminder of Jesus's love for us, of not letting our trials and our weak areas define us and giving up the life that we thought we would have to live the life that Jesus has called us to live. And that because of the work on the cross, we have this chance to put to death the old way of life and step into a new way of life with Jesus. One of my dear friends recently just shared this passage of scripture And I thought this was so fitting and a beautiful reminder here. It's Ephesians chapter four, verses 21 through 24 says, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off the former way of life in the old nature, which is corrupt according to deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new nature, which was created according to God in righteousness and true holiness. And it's just this reminder that at any time we can put to death this old way of life and step into a new way of life of living with God and fixing our eyes on him and finding righteousness and true holiness in him. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, Peter says this. He says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. And why can Peter speak of this? Peter can speak of God's mercy because he experienced it over and over. And he was an example of this to us, that God's not here just testing us to see if we have what it takes that he already knows. And that the trials aren't here to keep us from reaching our potential. They're actually here to prepare us for it. And I think of how many times, I know for me, (laughs) that I quit right when it gets hard or right when I'm about to have that breakthrough. And I think about it. How many times do we try and fail and try and fail? And then we get a big failure. We're like, I'm done. I'm done failing. I'm done getting this wrong. I don't have what it takes. And though we retreat back to what we thought was comfortable, but in the reality, we know that's wasn't really comfortable at all. Right. And we, we stop, we stop short of that showing back up and that time where it goes right, that time where we get it. And Peter shows us here that even when we've retreated, even when we have gone back, even when we've thrown in the towel, Jesus will come to us. 
We just got to decide if we're going to pull up our cloak and jump in and swim right back to him. I love this other part of scripture from Peter. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 5 through 9, Peter says this. He says, For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness mutual affection, and to mutual affection love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed of their past sins. And I think that even though Peter had been falling short, he kept adding these characteristics into his life. And so today, maybe you failed. What can you learn from it? If you learn from it, you add knowledge. If you continue to show up, even when you fall short, you're adding a level of perseverance. If you get up in the morning and you do the thing that you know you need to do, even though you don't want to do it, you're making progress and self-control. And all of these things can keep building in your life, even if it feels like you're taking a step forward and back. These things can keep building. And I think this last line, but whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed of their past sins. And I think this is so important to remember because Peter was cleansed of those past sins and was able to step into what God had called him to. And I think of how many times, even though we are cleansed of our sins, we forget it. We forget it. And those things hold us down. They weigh us down and they stop us from fully stepping into the things that God has called us to do in his kingdom. And so just a few things to reflect on today. What failures in your past are you letting stop you from the future God has called you to? When you look at those areas where you feel like you're stumbling and you feel like you're falling, what can you see as a lesson that God is trying to reveal in you or where is it trying to guide you? Can you look back into your life where there was a weak area and God has stepped in to reveal his truth in another season? And how can you let Jesus work in your life by receiving his grace and stepping with full confidence into the assignment he has given you? Remember, it might not look like anything that you thought it would. And to be honest, the first few times that you step into something new and you fail, it'll be hard. But once you realize that Jesus is protecting you, that he is guiding you, and that he's here with you, you'll see that there is no better risk to take than the one you're taking with him because he will always be here with you. I know in my life that some of my biggest shortcomings have really been some of the most beautiful lessons. Many of them taught me humility. Above all, they taught me trust in God and surrender, surrendering the plans that we have for his plans and seeing how beautiful it is. And while these lessons were painful, and I'm not telling you that they were easy by any means, they were everything that I needed to be here today and to trust that wherever God takes me and calls me, it will be beautiful because it's from him. And those lessons are the same for you today in your life. We all have the chance at a comeback story. 
We can come back and live the life that God created us for because Jesus gave us the ultimate comeback story on the cross. And if you need this example in your life, go read through Peter's story for yourself because he is such an example of love for Jesus, of running back to him and letting the work of the cross forgive our sins and stepping into the places that God has called us to. Let's end today in prayer. Dear God, I just want to thank you so much for your love, for your forgiveness, and for your ultimate sacrifice on the cross. Today, God, we want to bring you those shortcomings. We want to bring you our suffering and our struggle to move forward after we've fallen short over and over again. And God, we just want to turn to you. We want to run to you as fast as we can and sit in your presence. We want to come to you because we know that you make us whole. And we know that we can throw off all those weights that entangle us as we sit with you in your presence because of the work of Jesus on the cross. And God, we ask that as we step forward into this next calling, that we keep looking to you. That we step with full confidence that where you are calling and where you are guiding is more beautiful than anything that we could ever imagine. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. Well, it is such a joy to be sharing with you. We'll be back again next week. Don't forget to join us for some prayer and workouts. If you miss the live classes, there's a full replay library with all of our past workouts. You can get a three-day free trial. See all the links down in the show notes, and we'll see you again next week.